Yo. Hell yeah. Welcome to the Daily Attic. Get relaxed. We got a nice show for you guys. As always, good half hour of entertainment and news surrounding the very best in the drug war. Yo. What's up? That's how we do it. We just cut it right off. Boom. Boom. No fade out. Cut that shit. It's raw. We are raw. Welcome to the Daily Attic Podcast. Once again, it's your boy Tim and your boy Dave. What's up, man? It's I feel good, man. It's a lot quieter around here these days. It is. You get a peace of mind. Quiet. I love it. Welcome to the episode. Yeah, our last couple episodes, you'll hear some uh, real life background sounds. It's wildlife interjection. I like that. Yeah. Indigenous tribes. Because this is real. We don't edit shit. We just go with it. Sometimes you have For to now. just go with the flow. You're much more productive that way. Yeah. Big shout out to our boy Diaz. Donnie Diaz from the West Coast. Uh. Uh. Mike Biggs from the West Coast. Uh. Uh. Our listener Shaggy out there. Uh. Uh. (laughs) I know you're listening to us, dog. Hey, hit us up. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and every other major. Everywhere podcast downloading interface that you can possibly have on your device because you want to hear this shit so i was watching this documentary called america addicted or addiction america addiction and it's interesting because it seems like we are the major we are the major country that's doing a lot of prescription drugs as well as illegal drugs like we lead we're we're leading it seems that way europe they're behind us a little bit um i think it's all fake really conspiracy yep what makes you think it's fake do you want to have a drug war if there's no drug problems and there wouldn't be a drug war, right? So you think nobody drug? You think the numbers are skewed? I think they are skewed. I think you're right. One of the things that are skewed is alcohol. They should just put alcohol right into the drug war. They should. Yeah, they should just make it part of it. Like instead of being like drugs and alcohol and alcohol and alcoholism and drugs and addiction and pharmaceuticals and illegal, they should put it all in the same pot and measure it all with the same. Scientific data. They should. They should. It all fucks up lives. It does. Well, when abused, it does. Right. I think if it's used in a... I think we've already determined that if you could do a fair amount of any type of uh, mind-altering substance, it could give you enlightenment, entertainment, creational... Um, value. What do you think? 
I think you're right. I think anything in moderation is not bad for you. I think we just have to teach people how to use shit responsibly. Education. Education, number one on the list. You wouldn't need a drug war if people were educated on drugs. Some people that are educated, though, still choose to be ignorant. I'm saying educated on drugs. On drugs. Not just educated. Right. Just, you know, so if you're you, educated in school. Remember, you used to have, like, the D.A.R.E. program. Yeah. Which was biased. But it was a start. It was a start. I mean. They had the real discussion, but they did have the real discussion, but I don't think it worked. No, because they went, they went at it from a law enforcement perspective. Right. They should have got, like, the parents to buy in. And then did it more of like a, hey, children, these things are around. They're, they're here's bad. The, they're, here's the consequences. Not, I mean, what, what they did was, hey, if you smoke weed, you're going to end up in prison for 20 years. Kind of yeah. trying to scare them into not doing this shit. And right. that never works. No. You got to properly educate them on, you know, if you're using crack for 20 years, you know, you're probably going to have no teeth. Your eyes will be sunk in. Yeah. Like Mountain Dew mush. And then when they and then when they go to, you know the eye doctor. The eye doctor. <laughs> you're having problems because you need quadrifocals. <laughs> As both eyes are different than they're all fucked. Coke up. bottle glasses. So that's interesting that you say that. That's very interesting. So do you think if they took half the resources they got right now and just put it towards, like, education, like, on a real level, like a real-level education, not like, uh, you know, like, you get, like, in the fifth grade, officer comes in your class with a briefcase. He pulls out all the drugs to show you what they look like. Instead of that, it's actually a class you take once a year from the time you're probably... When do you really start using drugs when you're a kid? Maybe probably six, seven, eighth grade. Eighth grade, right in middle school, right when you're trying to, you're awkward, hit puberty, peer pressure, all that shit. So, why don't they have like a class you take, and then also have almost like a uh, like a real talk with parents too about yeah, just about the drugs and alcohol. Educated the parents more. They could educate their kids as well and uh, hit it from both sides. Yeah. I don't think you're going to. I think maybe what if you just talk about like addiction and like ways to avoid being addicted to things uh, in an unhealthy manner? Well, anything like jerking off all kinds of shit. Well, that's definitely addicting. Yeah. It can be. I mean, what are you doing right now? I mean, exactly. Under this table, you exactly. never, you never can tell. Exactly. <laughs> no, but for real, if you educated the kids on drugs, like, you know, showed them, told them, I'll bet you, you would see a forty percent decline. On drug use when they get older. That's a very bold statement. Put money on it. 40%. Yep. I was never taught when I was growing up, hey, 
this drug is addicting. It's going to take over your life. Right. You know, it was just, only thing I was taught was there, hey, you touch this, you end up in prison. Right. This is what cigarettes do to you. Right. Yeah. That's weird. It's weird the way they attacked it. Now they're still attacking it. They're still attacking it in a way they're treating it like it's, like no drugs is possible. Right. But when you look at, like, drug culture and alcohol in the United States back in the day, they had, like, food stores. It would be, like, drugs and food. It would just say drugs. They didn't start saying pharmacies until, you know, recent times. But back in, like, the 1800s, 1900s, it was, like, woven into our society. It was like Coke, Coca-Cola had Coke in it. You could smoke weed. It didn't matter. They had the opium coming from the Chinese rail road workers or, or slaves or whatever they did to get them over here. They brought the opium. You had a good mix of stuff that just got you through the rough times. You know, when your kid died of scarlet fever and your wife got bucked by the mule, <laughs> got all her teeth knocked out. You could rub some fucking cocaine on her gums and right. say numbers. Yeah, numbers, there you go, baby, numbers. Here you go. What else are you gonna do back then? Numbers, numbers all day. That was like the miracle drug back then. Man. That was cocaine was actually a a miracle drug. You're exactly right. And it still kind of is. I mean, a lot of a lot of stuff that you have nowadays is based off of cocaine, like energy drinks. Like pain medication, like tooth pain medication. I mean, or a gel. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that that kind of gives the effect of drug, but it's legal. But it's a but different. It's not as, but it's a different drug, right? What it will kratom, dog? Ooh, it's that's the miracle herb. I don't know what's up with it. I'm ignorant about it, but I don't know. It's a plant or a tree, leaf, bark. It sounds like something uh, you'd read in a comic book. You know, Captain Kratom. It's kind of... <laughs> to me. I mean, <clears throat> Tribe's been using that shit for years. Hundreds of years. It's been around. They're, they're using it for appetite suppression. They're using it for energy. They're using it for pain. They're using it for... You know, it's kind of like marijuana or something like that that has a benefit maybe it's just not dosed right yet because it's not regulated so it's just like here take take this quantity and there's little scientific study right like if there are studies like if you use five grams a morning or whatever the dosage is it can get you through your day pretty nice. But if you're over 20 grams a day, just like they do with acetaminophen and, you know, other drugs that are bad for your liver and kidneys. There's actually, actually, in New York, there's a store. I forget the name of it, but they sell CBD yeah. and Kratom. Because Kratom's not illegal yet. You can't buy it from overseas unless you have a, some kind of special license. Dude, we can start. We can open up Captain Kratom stores all over the place Dude, right now. I like now. that, man. Captain, Captain Kratom. Kratom. I like that. Thanks, man. I don't know, man, but Kratom, people swear by it. We got to look that up, man, instead of being ignorant. I think the uh, 
the government knows people use it for whatever, for addiction or pain, they should study it and get more of a chart on what's an acceptable dose, what's going to treat whatever ailment. Kind of like, I mean, they need to do that shit with vitamins too. None of that shit's regulated. It's just whatever. You got to take the word of the manufacturer. The Kratom would actually fall into our category of drugs that should be legal because it's derived from a plant. Right. That's our category. Like, we're developing a new drug law as we do this show, and that's we one of the put things. A chart over here. We should. We should have a chart that all the things that should be legal and regulated. Things that should be semi legal in a. You know what? I had another idea. First, first, let me read this on Kratom. Right. Let me get read back it. to that idea. It's read about it. cocaine. So, read it. Okay. Read it. Kratom is a tropical tree native to Southeast Asia. The leaves contain compounds that have psychotropics, mind-altering effects. Kratom is not currently illegal substance and has been easy to order on the Internet. It's sometimes sold as a green powder in packets labeled not for human consumption. It is also sold as an extract or gum. Kratom uh, goes by the names of Bayek. Ketum, Kekwam, Ethang, and Tom. And now, Super Kratom. Captain Kratom. How do people use Kratom? Most people take Kratom as a pill capsule or extract. Some people chew Kratom leaves and brew the dried or powdered leaves as a tea. Sometimes the leaves are smoked or eaten in food. How does it affect the brain? You might want to know. Oh, it's similar to opioids and stimulants. Ooh, both opioids and stimulants. Best of both worlds. But together, it has um, some very scientific ingredients that I'm not going to try to pronounce today. But um, it does interact with the opioid receptors in the brain producing serotonin. Or, I'm sorry, sedation. (laughs) That was a big mix-up. Um, pleasure and decreased pain, especially when used, uh, users consume large amounts of the plant. Wow. Wow. So why wouldn't the government try to help make it safe? I mean, it can replace a lot of the pain medicine out there. Here goes some of the, uh, health effects. Shoot it. Nausea. Itching, sweating, dry mouth, constipation. So it feels like you're on crack. So far. Increased urination, so it feels like you're a 50-year-old man. Loss of appetite, which... Lose weight. Exactly. Um, Seizures and hallucinations. I mean, all those aren't bad except for the seizures. I know. But... Symptoms of psychosis have been reported in some users. Hmm. I don't know much about Kratom, but I'm not believing what I'm reading because this is on a .gov website, so... Right. We need some independent scientific studies. And who says that the person who had psychosis got a peer, got peer Kratom? It wasn't mixed with something or, you know? You don't... It's not regulated, so you don't know what's in there. You don't know. They could be cutting it up with fentanyl or or whatever for all you know yeah they could be putting like ginseng in that bitch right 
Tiger penis. Tiger blood. Doesn't matter. Whatever they put in there, it's all it's all legal. If especially it's from Asian, if it's from right. Southeast so Asia, definitely it's tiger penis. You never know what they put in that shit, dude. You never know. It could be. Could be what? Come some young guy. <laughs> you never know what the Asians put in their drugs. I know we got some listeners in Asia, man. So. Yeah, but they know it's. No filter here. I know, but I'm not. I wasn't gonna say. I wasn't gonna We're apologize. Not, I was just gonna no. say, hey, don't get fucking mad at me. You know what you're getting yourself into right. when you click that play button, right? You knew when you said, "I'm gonna listen you to know, the DAP today." There's gonna either be some. There's gonna be some educational shit about drugs, but there's also gonna be some semi-offensive and comedy-like material that might. But we're fair with all. Regions, races, religions. We are. I mean, we try to be. Right. My favorite's the Russians. Right. They're hardcore. But I think the people from Jersey are harder than Russians, though. Like hard in what way? Like pirates hard. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, I know what you're saying, but I'm saying like Tony Soprano hard. Oh, all right. You know what I'm saying? All right. So kratom is kratom addictive? Uh, they say it has uh, opioid like effects. So I think it, anything that makes you feel better could be somehow addictive. Whether it be jogging, whether it be cheeseburgers, whether it be haircuts, rainbows, rainbows. I mean, anything that brings your mood up can be addicting. True. Right? Kittens. Kittens. I mean, kittens like the most popular fucking video on YouTube. You could make billions of dollars. You ever see my dollars. cat? No. I didn't. Look under the table. <laughs> God damn, dude. You brought your cat to the podcast? Fuck yeah. That's all right. We call it, I named it Poddles. Here, little Poddles. That cat has always got... You know, let's give an. I want to give a shout out to Pottles. You guys may not know this. I miss Pottles too. They no longer have a Twitter account. Blocked. Twitter is not the best medium for expressing free ideas. No, it's not. You got to kind of censor yourself. But I didn't see anything bad. I didn't either. Who knows? So Kratom, it can cause the withdrawal symptoms. These, this is the withdrawal. So after you've been on Kratom for a while, then you say, "Fuck Kratom." You can get muscle aches, insomnia, irritability, hostility, aggression, emotional changes, runny noses, and jerky movements. Dude, that sounds like just regular middle-class America. Right. That's like quitting anything. That's like... You quit caffeine, you quit cigarettes. Dude, that's just like... That's like right before I go to bed every night after a rough day. Right. Roof. Roof. Insomnia? Shit. After you have kids and turn 40, if you're not waking up two or three times a night... What the fuck sleep? I know. What the fuck? You got to take something to go to sleep at night. Is Kratom... take the kids? No. Oh. No. So, we started our show off in a different direction today, folks. We just wanted to give you guys a little... Taste. A little taste. Kratom love. We got some... Interesting stories here, too. Should we go into the first one? Why not? 
Why not? This is on anonnews.co. And this is an interesting story of an undercover police posing as drug buyers, and they were arrested by undercover police posing as drug dealers. Huh. So there's two different precincts in Detroit, and uh, one of them was on an undercover mission selling drugs, and they sold to another precinct who had undercovers buying drugs, and it turned into quite the fiasco. Uh, the undercover police vacant uh, to be drug dealers were from the 12th precinct and they had planned to arrest the person who approached them and they were going to see the dr- seize the drug buyer's vehicle. And it has been pointing out and these actions would be identified as crimes as kidnapping, theft and assault. Had it not been for the drug war, making this such a much different situation. The disconnect came from the fact that the fake drug buyers were from the 11th police precinct. So not only did they not know what they were doing, they were the 11th and the 12th. One was a buyer, one was a seller. Like the Crips and Bloods. Jesus. As reported by the Daily Mail, body cameras recorded the entire exchange, but doesn't seem this footage is available to the public. Toot, man. They can Nobody make... can FOIA that shit? Because I want to see that video. Dude, we should get Freedom of Information Act right now. Oh, dude, that'd be so fucking funny. Dude, that would be the best. What do you think their faces were like when they're like, oh, you're under arrest. You're cops. What do you mean I'm under arrest? What do you mean? Let's play it out. Let's play it out. I'll be the cop drug dealer. Do you want to be the dealer or do you want to be the I want to buy. I want to buy. All right, I'm going to be the You got some cocaine? What? (laughs) What? Did you answer? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, you got some coke? Yeah, how much are you you looking for, bro? Man, I got clients all over i'm looking for like like three kilos that's a lot for not really knowing you man i gotta be honest uh, dude i'm not a cop i understand i'm not a cop either <laughs> what the what the fuck's no. the problem there well there's let's just start off a little slower if you want some coke i might have some good product but i can't just sell you three keys off the bat first of all i don't even have that much well my friend here is splitting it with me so i'm actually not buying three kilos myself Oh, so one and a half, one and a half. Does that make it better for you? It might, depending on the price. What do you guys got? What do you got on you? <laughs> what do you want? Well, I mean, half a key. You're talking at least. I'll, eight. Give, you, I'll give you three, three, three thousand for each. Cash. That's not enough, dude. You should. Do you want this money? I'm sorry. I'm. So, what'd you say your name was again? Captain Kratom. Captain Kratom? That's what they call me on the streets. Yo, dog. I, you got no street cred. I never heard of you before, I man. never heard of you either before, dude. Well, hold on. Let me Are check. Are you real? Let me check. I am real, man. My name's Ted. Let Ted me ch- what? Williams. Damn. Sounds, let me, sounds familiar. Well, it might sound. Please, please uh, let me background check on Ted Williams. What the fuck was that? Oh, man, uh, my wife on the phone. Your wife? Yeah. Hold on, I got a call coming in, too, over here. Background check on a Captain Kratom. What the yes. fuck was that, man? What? Who was that? That's my boy Julio in the oh. car over there. Oh, he's, oh, he's, he's got the, right. you, Hey, listen, man. You got the money? I got the money. You got the money? The let, fuck you let, talking about? Let me see the money. No, let me see the drugs. 
Don't say drugs out loud like that, man. We Why? Think we I'm... ain't cops? Dude. Are I understand. Are you a cop? Absolutely not. I'm not Dude, a we're cop. We're about to throw down. You look like I'm, a cop. I'm no. I'm a crim. I'm a criminal, man. I just got out the joint. Damn, dude. What's your What's your jacket like? My jacket like leather. <laughs> <laughs> you think that really how it went, man? No, I don't think it was that cool. No, because that was pretty badass. That was pretty badass. I think it was more like what you need. Dope. I got some. Here's the money. Here's the dope. All right. You're under arrest, bitch. So are you, bitch. <laughs> Whoa, hold on. What are you talking about? I'm under arrest. Is this a joke? No, I'm a cop. Next thing you know, cars pull out from behind me. Cars pull out from behind you. It's Our crews get in. Gang it's a fucking gang fight between cops. Damn. Dude, they're lucky they didn't start pulling guns out, man. Could have took out two precincts. Right what are you there. doing in the 12th precinct buying drugs? Don't you know that we're in the 12th <laughs> uh, precinct selling drugs? This is our beat, bitch. Did you not get the memo? Fuck, you'd think that'd be like a memo that they would send out to all the surrounding precincts. Please stay out of the area. I knew you looked too dirty to be a drug dealer. I should have known you were a cop. Dirty. Undercover. Liar. You said your name was Captain Kratom, you lying motherfucker. <laughs> Look at my cape. I know you... Jesus. Okay, so what happened was the drug buyers ordered the other police pretending to sell the drugs to get on the ground, and then the other cops realized they all made a mistake, but tempers flared away. For some reason, it got heated, and they tried to beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> Despite fully understanding that they were all police playing the cops and robbers drug war game as if it were a game. This is especially ridiculous to happen in Detroit because everyone knows out of the few remaining people that have not abandoned Detroit. A lot of them are drug dealers and people suffering through poverty who look to drugs to feel better. I really like this article. One extremely positive thing to come from the tragic uh, situation of the abandoned Detroit is a group known as the New Era Detroit. They're activists and a friendly black power organization who brought entire truckloads of water to nearby Flint when their water was found severely poisoned. Yeah, and then they got some clips. You think lead's addictive? Mm, I don't think so. So, this is interesting. New Era Detroit brings back the power of the 1960s black revolutionaries, going so far as doing things as appear on the block in Detroit where innocent people had been shot to evaluate the situation and see what they can do to restore peace. Hmm. That's very interesting. That is interesting. It's good. That is good. I like this article. Go check it out on anonnews.co. Co. Um... I think that's a uh, a good reason why the drug war is how it is affecting the inner city in Detroit is it's not effective. I mean, it's nice that uh, these groups are actually looking to try to do something. You know, they're taking action. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, it's better than people sitting on their fucking asses and bitching about shit. That seems to be what people do a lot. We're looking for solutions. We, you know, I'm going to get that board. We should. You should get that board. Yeah, we're going to have solutions. We're going to have solutions, man. We're going to have a solution to this shit eventually. 
We're going to drop some, go sit down with our Congress people and drop some laws. Draw them. We'll call them Captain Kratom laws. Yeah. Detroit. Detroit. You know, Detroit. Detroit used to be the place. That was the biggest city in fucking America, dude. Now look at it. Yeah, it got ravaged by the economy. That When you have a good economy like Detroit had, and it's like everybody's got a job and everybody's making money, and you got Ford there and Chevy, the big three, Motown, and all that good shit, you know, you still have drugs and alcohol, but it's the minority and then when all the jobs leave and all the people leave and then they leave the poverty and the impoverished stay there, it's almost like then it looks like it's the majority, but it's not. It's just there's not enough, you know, opportunity there for people. I agree. Police find a fentanyl lab in northern Mexico state capital. This is from Fox News Channel. Police in northern Mexico have raided a lab producing synthetic opioid fentanyl, the second such lab detected in Mexico in the last four months. You know they had to be making this shit in a lab. Or, you know, it has it's a scientifically made drug. It has to have, you have to have chemicals in a clean room and all that. You can't just make it in, so a, in a closet. You think once marijuana is totally legal in the U.S., you think these cartels will just start just putting all the resources on the shit like fentanyl they I mean, are you, i think they already kind of have just leave the i mean because in order to get weed i mean weed you gotta it's you know a kilo looks pretty big yeah but you can get a kilo of fentanyl and probably you can hide it in smaller packages and yeah you, you can, get more bang for your buck you do they're probably that's that's probably what this is proof of right here because the police in the northern state of sinala sinola said Thursday that the lab was discovered in the house in the middle-class neighborhood in the state capital, Kaliakon. Huh. The state's assistant public safety secretary says police were patrolling in an armored truck when they came under fire. Carlos Hernandez Leva says officers chased the assailants into the house, but they escaped through the back door. In December, Mexican fed- federal agents arrested four people on a raid on a fentanyl lab in Mexico City. Much U.S. fentanyl originates from China, as we already knew, but it's often smuggled through Mexico. Mexican cartels also produce the drug from precursor chemicals imported from China. Hmm. Hmm. So even if the fentanyl doesn't come from China... The chemicals do. They come from China. The chemicals come. Yeah. So, you think... So, the cartels are just kind of... They're adjusting to the new. How could, yeah, to the new way, yeah. to the new, yeah. Fentanyl is the most profitable drug because there's only so little Evolution. of it. Yeah, because drugs, because plant-based drugs are not made legal. I never went back to my story about cocaine when we talked about kratom. No. This is what I was going to tell you, like example cocaine. Say they catch a big shipment of cocaine. Time well, out from now on, you say cocaine. Cocaine. Like that. There you go. Okay. So what they do is they offer a license to cartel or cocaine producers. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. They say, 
$10 million, we will give you a license to ship your cocaine Perfect. here to the United States. We have to check it and we have to decipher if it's pure, if it's good, if it's bad. And then we're going to sell it and tax it. And then you're, we're going to pay you the profits if you have a license to do that. If you do not have a license and we catch your cocaine coming up through the border, land, air, or sea, then we're going to take that cocaine. (laughs) We're going to sell it all and put all the money towards drug education, treating addiction, regular education. So why wouldn't the government just re-up? Because they're because they're making a profit off of, but you know how it is to sell drugs, you can triple that money. You can. Well, they did. The CIA did that already. They were making boat, but they were funding a war with it. Uh, I'm saying do this and pay. You want to do good with it? Do good with it. That's not the American way. It is not. I got faith. They should just give everybody free cocaine. Cocaine. sad yeah it is sad <coughs> well this is the last story that we're going to cover here man we'll make this one short and sweet because it is just that short and sweet and it's about a couple of guys near and dear to my heart in michigan they got busted in grand rapids airport they had 11 pounds in a suitcase Two suitcases with 11 pounds. They had 22 pounds of cocaine. No, say it again. Cocaine. Um, They were coming in from, I want to say they were coming in from, um, where were they coming in from? So, the gist of the story is. Doesn't really say where they came in from. Carrie Jones and Eric Pickett. (coughs) Came into Grand Rapids with 22 pounds of cocaine in their check bags. In their check bags, man. And they got caught. Uh, Once the plane landed, the police uh, received consent to search the check bags. So I think they had five kilos in each bag. And according to them, the drug dog named Yato also hit on two bags indicating the presence of narcotics. Uh, they were they were actually from Detroit and Harper Woods and both were charged with delivery manufacture of over a thousand grams of narcotics or cocaine. They're being held for $250,000 bond. And then, you know, under the comments, they're, they're talking about how... Um, on here they say there there's one comment that says we were led to believe it was Ronald Reagan that planted drugs in unprivileged hoods and uh i'm sure they bring it across the border that's the man that's the man job the main job um i'm sure it was only for personal use did they come from detroit they they're from detroit but it doesn't say where they come from so it's crazy because i watched a show about cocaine um it's called the uh 
watching about what? Cocaine. Cocaine. Okay. It was about cocaine um, smugglers, and it was from Peru. Okay, so Peru produces 300 tons of cocaine a year. Wow. And Colombia produces 1,700 tons of cocaine a year. That's over 2,000 tons of cocaine. Cocaine. That's a lot of cocaine. That's a lot of cocaine. And most of it comes here. Some of it comes, well, a lot of it goes to Europe through Spain um, and different places. They get it into England. And, you know, the Scottish, they love their cocaine. So the United States is a big consumer of this. And what they do is they pay mules in Peru. What they'll do is... They'll say, you're an American citizen, you come vacation with us in Peru, or you're from somewhere else, Europe, England, whatever, we'll get you a suitcase, you take this suitcase back with you, we'll pay you X amount of dollars. So what they do is they have these guys that alter the suitcase for packing with drugs, they rip it, they rip the suitcase all apart, they take all the insides out of it, and they pack the cocaine flat in the back. And cover it with uh, foil. They seal it so it's smell proof. They cover it with like a metal so you can't see through it. They make the suitcase pretty much. uh, They hide it in the back of the suitcase and pack it in there real good. These guys, they they do up to 12 suitcases a day for the cartel in Peru. And um, each guy that does, it takes six hours to do one of these suitcases. They get paid five grand so five grand a suitcase i just had a crazy idea you know how you 3d print shit yeah 3d print it with coke damn dude oh my god man you just fucking blew the lid off my brain right there dude you could just like 3d print a suitcase out of all coke and then when you get over here you just dissolve it in water yeah fucking god damn they're going to listen to you. I hope so. Just think all the ideas we gave to them already. Yeah. 3D print Coke into things that are everyday things, right? Cocoa leaves and wherever. Cocoa leaves, smuggling cocoa leaves. Who's gonna? Who's ever going to say, that's a cocoa leaf? That's You don't know what it looks like. Robotic birds. <laughs> that one just sounds awesome. I know. Just big robotic fucking vultures flying over your head with full of drugs. You don't even know they're, re- they're fake or real. You know, you got catapults, t-shirt guns, submarines, tunnels. Anuses. Anything. Yeah. Dude, in Spain, they swallow little acorn-shaped little things, and then they shit it out. So the documentary I was watching, they busted two people going back to England with suitcases. They found the cocaine, the cocaine, in their suitcase. And then there was a third dude that was with them. He was not with them exactly, but he was on the flight with them. He had a key and a half in his stomach. And balloons or whatever. They found it when he went through the scanning machine. They found he had a he had a key and a half. They each had five keys on them apiece. He had a key and a half. They tried to tell the when the authorities got him and opened the suitcases and said, you know, where did you get these suitcases? They were like, oh, somebody sold them to us for 10 bucks a piece, so we had to buy them, you know, whatever. They pleaded ignorance, but they're serving a lot of time in Peru, man. They don't fuck around. Even though it's legal to grow it there, which is ironic, 
You, they don't like smugglers. No, you could take somebody's bones out. <laughs> and put cocaine bones in their body? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, you'd never know. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, yeah. Go through this extensive surgery and be, like, you know, crippled for four years and then get over the border with what? What do your bones weigh? Dude, you don't have to. You can, like. Extensive surgery? No, it's not. What do you mean? You're replacing your bones with coke. Yeah. I'm just thinking. You wouldn't have no pain, though. You'd be numb the no. whole time. What if you just cut yourself open and taped coke around your bones? You still had bones, but they're... They're packed. Right. I mean, that the cops are going to be like, who the fuck would do that? Yeah. That dude has no coke on him. I think you'd get away with it. You'd have to have a crazy doctor, though. Damn. Like having a baby foot. You can have a baby foot. You know what that means, don't you? Yeah, it's time for... uh, Yeah, it's time for... uh, Stay tuned. Been slipping on the Pottles contest. We got a bunch. Yeah, we got a bunch of them, but you know, we gave two away to Donato Diaz from the West Coast. Uh, uh. That was pretty good. We need to start hitting the other East Coast. Yeah. Where's all my East Coast folks? Where are you at? Joyzy. Joyzy. 